Welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 58 for Monday, October 19th, 2020. My name is Chris. My name is Joel. And this week reviews the new releases from Touche Amore, Kurt Vile, and B the Fuck, bitch. <laughs> I meant uh, Biba Doobie there. Obviously. Sorry. Because how, how, how would you get that wrong? You know, that, that obvious, easily pronounced name. Sorry for my mush mouth to uh, fail there. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Yes, indeed. Thanks for joining us for another week. 58. Week, week 58, in fact. 58. Or at least episode 58. Oh, yeah. It's been several more weeks that we didn't do episodes, I guess. But we are very glad you're here joining us. If you're joining us for the first time, thank yeah, you. Thank we you are, indeed. of course, mm. uh, a podcast that mostly deals in new music, new releases. Sometimes we dip into, dip uh, into the past. And random things. Yeah. <laughs> um, random tangents. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes most of the show is nothing to do with music. <laughs> Nah. Shitting in the woods, for example. Well, I mean, you know, yeah. got, you got to talk about that. Yeah. Well, but anyway, <clears throat> hopefully you'll, if you're new, give us a chance, stick around, tell yeah. your friends, rate and review. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you have any feedback, Spread the you can word. reach us at midnightwavespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, find us on uh, Instagram, all Instagram, that shit. All that. We will uh, plug those later. Dribble, drabble, drabble. But anyway, how's it going, John? Had a good week? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Solid week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean impli- What are you implying I, there? I, I, <laughs> Not mean. solid turds. <laughs> Just a good, <laughs> solid, uh, healthy week. <laughs> yeah. It's been a Toothpaste tube-shaped week. <laughs> God. <laughs> Did a couple of ghost ones. No. no. You know when... Okay, yeah. How about you? How's things with you? <laughs> It's pretty standard. Standard. Yeah. I mean, That's good. standard as in increasingly annoying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> standard being annoying, but. Pretty much yeah. like some just annoying shit going wrong, as usual. So, dishwasher That's... decided oh, to yeah? start leaking, apparently. Oh, for so God's sake. Spent a lot of time yesterday pulling it apart. And, oh, uh, That's annoying. Following various YouTube videos on how to fix a dishwasher without spending four or five hundred dollars, they never work, do they? Well, they probably won't, but I guess we'll find out. Tonight. I mean, like the video instructions <laughs> never work. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But, oh, I um, <laughs> probably you meant, won't. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, because it almost never does. Yeah. Um, but had to try before I throw around another four or five hundred dollars. Oh god. Yeah. Cause I guess you can, go, you can go back to the old uh, hands <laughs> scrubbing. It's fine, except that it's just there taking up space in the kitchen, which is ah, going to always enrage true. me if it doesn't work, I guess. That's so. true, that's true. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's annoying. Right? Anyway, it's the else. joys, joys of home ownership. Yes, everyone. Domestic bliss. Yes. Um, anything else? Not really. Oh, miss me. Couldn't go make it sports day because they did it on a Tuesday, where oh, no what? one could go. Yeah. What's that about? The coronavirus. Oh, they, they still have that. <laughs> still, is that still a thing? I, I kind of switched <laughs> off about the coronavirus thing. I guess it's Japan. We don't really have. Well, here we don't really have many uh, cases. So a few, a few high school students got it recently. I think. Yeah, I think where we but, live, I w- I hadn't looked, and it's like last time I looked, it it was about five or six less than it is now. Mm. But, yeah. I mean, I think we're still like a, just around one hundred since February. It's, it's That's around insane. It, it's Almost kind nothing. of around there, yeah. You got other places that are like ten thousand, twenty thousand in one day. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. It's old, old news, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> anyway, speaking of news. Yes. Oh. What's going on in the world of the, the world music, of music news? news? <laughs> not that news. Can't talk about that one. No, that's probably not appropriate. Or that one. No. No. Maybe we'll do that on yeah, another podcast. We might come back to someday. Yeah. Anywho, um, <laughs> oh god. Um, so yeah. the first thing that kind of, well, I guess, the biggest news for people who give a shit would be that Adele is hosting Saturday Night Live next weekend. So, mm. if you and the millions of people who loves Adele, I am not one of those millions. Mm. Then look for that. I think Adele has two good songs. So, oh, would it be? In the deep, what's it called? I don't particularly don't love that, that song. It's we'll okay. Get, get I like chasing pavements quite a lot. Chasing pavements, good. Yeah. And I think there's one more that I can't remember right now. Yeah. Um. But I was uh, I was kind of interested in this story here. I thought, as he's somebody we mentioned quite often on the on the pod, Bruce Springsteen says, "If Trump wins, I'll see you on the next plane oh, to come Australia." On, Bruce, he's talking rubbish. <laughs> Why do people keep saying that sort of thing? People have been saying it forever. Right? The only person I, I I am aware of who really did it was Phil Collins, who said once oh. that, before Tony Blair became Prime Minister in the UK, Yeah, yeah, yeah. he said, if Labour wins, I'm leaving the country. And he did. He, he did though, right? <laughs> yeah. He moved to LA? He moved to LA. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, American celebrities love to throw this, I'm moving to Canada, I'm moving somewhere. Yeah. And yet... I don't believe anyone moved to Canada or moved anywhere. So let's see, Bruce. Eh? But I mean, I get the sentiment. I mean, maybe he's just ha- ha- had enough of bloody politics in the States. And But why would you just throw away like your whole life and all your friends and everything there, all the fans you've got to play concerts for, just because you're stupid political op- your opinions, you know? That's just silly. Yeah. It's not really affecting his life, is it? He's fucking loaded, right? I mean... I'm not sure it, how it affects taxes yeah, or whatever. I just, I if don't know. Did. If he does it, good for you, Bruce. Stand by your convictions, but yeah. I don't know, yeah. He's called Trump dangerous and embarrassment. Said the Muslim-focused travel ban was fundamentally un-American. Said Trump doesn't know what it means to be an American. Uh, most recently, he exhorted Trump to put on a fucking mask. Uh, <sighs> And so, anyway, I don't know. It's, you know, if you really think so, Bruce, then let's see it. 
My goodness, like, how does this get get into music news every time? Everything to do with Trump is just new music news, isn't it? Well, it's, on a weekly it's basis. It's easy news, isn't it? Right? Yeah, it's a guaranteed like clicks. Hmm. I mean, it, it's shit like this. Honestly, this kind of thing makes me want Trump to win. Almost like just <laughs> just so we go. Go on then. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> See you. Sell your big house and all, get rid of all your belongings, and get it shipped over to Australia, and go through all the visa paperwork. And why does he say Australia anyway? Also, yeah, what's the deal with Australia? <clears throat> Trump is re-elected, which he will not be. I'm predicting right now he's going to lose. If by some happenstance he should be, I'll see you on the next plane to Australia. Uh, Tommy Lee also. Oh yeah. That's uh. Does he like live in Japan? Dude, now? I swear to God, if Trump wins, well, that's I'm something coming over to visit the UK. But Tommy I'm, Lee and Tommy Lee Jones are different. Tommy Lee is the drummer from Motley Right, Group. not Tommy Lee Jones, <laughs> the actor. <laughs> I I don't know, but I imagine Tommy Lee Jones is a pretty big Trump supporter. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Just a hint. Just a, just a hunch. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just like... I mean, it's a big uh, statement when you know. It, it looks good, right? You get everyone on your side. You're so confident Trump can't win, just like everyone was last time. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. many people said last time if Trump wins, they're moving to Canada or fucking France or whatever? How many of them did it? I I've had this regard this not no connection to the politics, but there's been like an exodus from California. Like I guess not so, since when, but. Just because it's so expensive to live there, taxes are ridiculous. Homeless people taking over the streets. Well, I mean, like San Francisco is a well, disaster San Francisco with yeah. with the homeless in particular. I think, but yeah. like shitting on. Like, I saw like there's a a former like there's a professional fighter called Jake Shields. He used to fight in the UFC, strike force champion, fighting elsewhere now, super high level jujitsu fighter, and he posted on Instagram once. A picture of a homeless person literally taking a shit on his car in the street. Oh, and he was fuming. And people had the goal to actually criticize him for being angry about it on Instagram. What? Like people saying how he's like so privileged and doesn't understand. And but they, they have to shit on cars. Yeah. Like, ex like exactly. <laughs> like just because you're a hobo doesn't mean like you can just shit on somebody's car. Like shit on the floor. Isn't it easier to shit on the floor than on a car? It's a lot more effort required to get up on a car. <laughs> right? I mean, as an it. expert in shitting outside. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, uh, well, I mean uh, as a resident. You would usually do it, say, like, behind a tree or when no one's looking and bury it, you know, if you really had to. If you were completely <laughs> deranged, do you still think you might favor the side of a car over just the floor? Obviously not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean... That's crazy. Yeah, no. But yeah, I mean, Rogan, Joe Rogan left left yeah. Los Angeles because he would have lost about fifteen million dollars. Yeah, that's in, right. In in income tax. Yep. That is some serious earnings to lose. For what purpose? Right. So he went to Texas, well they have no income tax. Yeah. On the five states that has no income tax. It's amazing. I believe uh, Tennessee. Yeah, a few. Obviously, three more. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Three more that I'm not aware of. But that is amazing, really, right? Um, but anyway, Bruce, like, let's see. Bored 
in Australia. Okay. Can you say the bone in USA? Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm not a fan. No, even if I agree with them, I'm not a fan of celebrities mouthing off like, yeah. I'm going to do this massive, bold move because I don't think this thing is going to happen anyway. Right. Let's see. As a contrarian, that just makes me want it to happen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, and the rest of the news is just like what people singing like, stuff, live, live, performing or not live. live, but what like quarantine live or something. I guess so. Phoebe Bridges performed with Connor Oberst, Christine Lee Hudson. I think it was on live on YouTube like this morning or something. Oh, like yeah. I turned on the TV, but didn't have time to actually try it because I might get stuck watching it. Foo Fighters performed an acoustic set from Empty Troubadour for Save Our Stages Fest as well. I mean, this is all in a good cause. This is obviously for uh, people to try and help keep these live venues open. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, sure. that's that's, that's so a, important. That's like, very important stuff. It, it really is important to keep venues open, so hopefully someday people can get back to playing <laughs> exactly. in them. Um, wonder when that'll be, but yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, and uh, this weekend, Justin mm -hmm. Bieber performed on Saturday Night Live, which I already mentioned earlier, Adele next week. Mm. But this week, I guess. Justin Bieber was on last week. Chance the Rapper came on with him. Haven't watched it yet. But there you go. So. All right. Again, our first review. Sure. And our first review is by the band Touche Amore. Yes. And uh, their album, Lament. Should we give something a poke? Sure. That is Come Heroin yeah. by Touche Amore. First track. First track on Lament. And so... And the fifth album? Is that right? I get that wrong. Fifth oh. or sixth? I can't remember. Yeah. They've been around. They have been around the block. Our fifth. But we had never oh, heard of them. Either of us. Either actually, of us I mean, right? it's it's yeah. weird, especially for me, that you know this is like a genre of music that I actually yeah. traditionally really like, going back to the old skatey days. The old Skatey skateboarding skate. days, and uh, I had no idea who these guys were. Yep. I, to be honest, I don't know how they completely evaded my radar. But maybe it's a name. It was probably like 
it's on Touche Amore does not come across as a post punk band. That's me. that's right, yeah. Yeah. To me it sounds more like it's gonna be I, like some sort of like Europop yeah. disco thing I, or something. I, I, I like, didn't think it would sound like, like EM that. Like right. EDM type thing or something like that. But yeah. anyway, I mean what what do you think? I I basically liked it. I mean it has been listened to it a bunch of times, we're getting better mm. and better, finding more songs I like. Ended up liking the second half of the album more than the first by like the fourth or fifth listen, I mm. guess. But it's just, I'm sure you feel the same, but just the vocalist. It Something is, about yeah. it. I, I mean, you know, I, mm. I think the instrumentals, as like we, I guess we always call them, but just like the music, the backdrop is great. Yeah. The band is excellent. Oh, yeah. And and I, honestly, after a few listens, I do think this is a really strong album, but obviously the biggest issue is the vocals. And... I think there are times, especially maybe the first two songs there, like this one, mm. even though he definitely guilty of what I'm about to complain about in this song. But like Calm Heroin and uh, what's L- the second Lament. track? Lament. The title track, the, the yeah. title track. He definitely kind of invokes um, like Cedric Bixler Zavala from, from uh, At The Drive-In, mm-hmm. Mars Volta, or Tim Kasher from Cursive. Both vocalists who I love in like for different reasons. Like I mean... You know, Cedric is like an insane level vocalist on in every sense, on every style. He's Tim is good, not, yeah. but he, yeah. t- Tim Casher, I think, is the guy this Jeremy Holt Balm Balm should yeah. probably actually focus on listening to because he is the blueprint for what he should be doing. The yeah. the I think clearly his vocals are often too much for the song. It's just like he's just constantly shouting and i do like the shouting but it has, mm-hmm. there's a time and a place for it exactly like the music doesn't he's not adjusting his voice for the music yeah like so. he's the reason i mentioned tim Casher is because tim is really good at going between the screaming like mm-hmm. aggression to like dialing it down singing proper even doing a bit of the old sing like speak singing thing that we've kind of like criticized a bit at least he he has a good voice for it so it kind of works yeah like I feel like Jeremy is like you know I can appreciate a good screamer all day long. I love a lot of music with singers who scream, but he's lacking an ability to temper his aggression. Right. It's like no matter how the song it's changes, the same like he's screaming way every he line. Yeah, yeah. Even when like it's like a sort of soft, gentle part. No matter what happens. Yeah. He's screaming every word. It's like I'm, I was like kind of imagine him going to the supermarket like the bag. Like, <laughs> Can I have a bag of rice, please? And like, like what is he mental? Like <laughs> that's like, dude, just like yeah. calm down a little bit. Like mix up your delivery. The band is like, I mean, the bass player yeah, yeah. is amazing. Oh, I think. Yeah, they're really good. Drummers, the drummers, great. awesome. Both, I mean, I was a little surprised there's two guitars, but maybe that's a good thing to be surprised because yeah. they play their parts perfectly. The bass definitely stood out for me. The like, bass is the driving the songs, really and the guitars are almost doing mm. like an edge from U2 kind of oh, thing. Really? A lot of these songs, like just mm-hmm. little chiming riffs, little while the bass is like driving the song. And I like, I really always kind of enjoy bands where the bass is super melodic. And yeah. driving the song as kind of the rhythm guitar in a way, yeah. and free up the guitarist to do like just anything, anything in a way, that right? Sort of fits around it, I mean, yeah. Kind of like Radiohead in a way, right? At times, oh, sure. right? Sure. Like actually, yeah, it's like percussion led, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And 
I also I love the tone of the bass, mm. like just great warm round tone, which is the kind of bass playing I love. But yeah, his I think if he could mix up his delivery, maybe take some singing lessons, bro. Like learn the sing a croon a little bit or something listen to some sinatra just mix it up a little bit because there's even like metal bands like you know like this, oh yeah we talked like, about mastodon or whatever like mastodon or even like um kill switch engage even sure, like sure. that's a singer who understands yeah to I love switch that. between yeah. like super melodic and like crazy screaming yeah like you could just do a little bit of balance in here and this band could be pretty special i think i yeah i think i basically think they would be they would sound better i mean yeah i'm not you know i'm, I'm sure that i mean that's i'm sure there's a whole scene of groups and bands who just do screaming the whole way like, of I course there are tons that. of bands like that. i start to understand it but you still got to have some variety in like i think you mood still got changes. you got to like read the song though. yeah like, it doesn't feel like that's what the band like presumably he's not writing the music I, I'm not sure. I think he's doing the lyrics. He's doing the lyrics. I believe, yeah. But I'm pretty sure the band themselves yeah, are writing reckon, the music. Yeah, I so they, like, they, it, they fit the music. To me, it's almost like... Yeah. It's almost as if he's not reading their intentions at all. Yeah. You know? Now, I might, obviously I'm speaking out of turn. I don't know the guy. But it just it surprised me a little bit because they worked with Ross Robinson on this record. Mm-hmm. Who... Producer, yeah. A producer who did like so many... He did like the whole new metal thing. He did Limp Biscuits first album, Three Dollar Bill. Yeah, oh, he did Corn's okay. first album. Oh, I really? think okay. he did That's a lot of do- that kind of music. But he also did like at the Drive-ins, Rage, uh, Relationship of Command, which is one of my favorite yeah. albums of all Apparently time. He also worked with the Cure. Who did the Cure self-titled album? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean the, the guy's like, but what he's famous for is making singers cry. Oh, and firing oh. drummers. Oh, okay. Like making get, them cry, like building up, getting their emotions out. You mean no, upsetting like them. like upsetting them to the mm. point they burst into tears. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because his he's so demanding. Yeah. And his process is is really interesting. So, like he will usually when like in a studio scenario like that to get like a drum track. To get the drum track, there'll be like a scratch guitar track. A scratch track is like a just a whatever throwaway track. Mm. The get one guitarist will play a guitar and the drum will play the drums. They'll record the drums, toss the guitar parts. That's typically how you would record drums in a studio for an album. Oh, okay. Um, he is famous for making the singer and the whole band perform the entire song every single take, even if he's only getting the drums. Oh, really? Wow, that's, so, that's that's hard work. Because then sometimes you get those scratch vocals or whatever, and it's the best take. Ah, I see. So there was, there's, there's been Radiohead songs like that where I think, um, I think the song Nude, yeah, I think, I believe was a scratch vocal that Tom did that ended up being the final vocal. Oh, okay. Because it just was the best. Mm-hmm. It, it might be a different song, but there was definitely like a, a a great Radiohead song that 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 situation happened in. But yeah, so this guy does that, and apparently, he makes every singer read all their lyrics to the band and everyone in the room first, and explain what every line means. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So if you're like a singer who's just comfortably like, oh, here's my lyrics, whatever, it doesn't matter. This is me. Band's just the band. You have to immediately make them incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. And then he makes the band give their feedback on. Wow. That's quite a process. Yeah. Mm. So he may, he really like punishes singers. But I guess the idea is that they will be right emotionally more, more raw emotional. i guess yeah and give everything when you're making the kind of music he records that's probably what you want yeah i'd love to be in those at the driving sessions because i have no fucking idea what cedric was singing most of those songs i'd love to hear him actually explain them yeah it's like well this was a bunch of words that just sounded good together and this is another bunch of words that can sound interesting weird together like <laughs> i mean if you read the lyrics on that album there's not a lot of cohesive thought. It's just a lot of... Uh, it's like he wrote the songs with the thesaurus, basically. <laughs> yeah. but, but anyway, I'm really surprised how high up in the mix some of these vocals are. Sure. There's only this one song towards the end. I think, I, think I would say you were saying yeah. like the second half is better. I think the second half is when the vocals, some for some ah. weird reason, end up mixed better. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was like I'll be a host, or maybe Deflector was it? Went a bit quieter. Deflector's really good. I think. Might have been Deflector. Deflect was the first song they recorded together. I read, and they recorded oh, okay. that together as a kind of an experiment. And apparently, the singer Jeremy and Ross Robinson had a massive fight during it. Okay. How to record the vocals? Yeah. But I think that's the f starting point of the vocals sounding actually good ah. <laughs> in the in the album funny the whole album's like that so i i think the first two songs are, are good i think there's definitely some like missteps that here and the, there the only songs you didn't like yeah there's um hang on let me whip up the album here quickly i'm not a big fan of reminders that's the most catchy poppy kind yeah, of song right which is the one Julian i like the least apparently i'm doing backup vocals i couldn't hear her voice though really julian baker's supposed to be Holy singing shit, that's so weird oh, yeah well, that was one of my it just sounded low, low to me it's not like i don't mind having like catchy songs obviously <laughs> yeah but this kind of music doesn't need like a pop hook yeah, in the yeah chorus. No, that's, that's it, it just sounded weird yeah. i i don't hate it like i wouldn't skip it but yeah and i i think uh track five after that limelight, limelight. his vocal delivery yes. is so aggressively I, I in the like, mix it would have sounded like, so much better if we actually sang on this one yeah right. and that features uh, like the guy from Manchester uh, Orchestra yeah. who sounds more like he's from a different era I uh, think like, he sounds more like he should be in like Crosby Stills Andy, and Nash or something Andy but, Hull, I guess. but yeah. the song really improves a lot with somebody just singing <laughs> yeah so I think after that, I can't remember Exit Road that well, but I would say from mm. track seven, Savoring, Savoring yeah. through yeah, to the end, cast. the album yeah. becomes great. Yeah, 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 I think so. And and again, I, I think the first track there, Come Heroin, except his vocals are a little guilty of being too aggressive when it shouldn't be. I think track two, Lament, is excellent. Mm. I, I think Fane is fine. I, I, I think yeah. most of the album is really good. It's just, it could be even better could, it could, yeah I mean, I, for me it's, it, it would be a great album if mm -hmm. as we've said so many times but like if the vocals are better absolutely I mean some of it's yeah. like wonderfully dramatic in a mm. good way some of it's like cinematic it's so yeah, like it's really atmospheric really big and there's lots of different like emotions going on yeah. like different moods uh, and, I mean in the music and yeah. you know it certainly doesn't overstay its welcome right nice length yeah yeah 
What is it like? I was just, 35 minutes, 36 yeah. minutes. I, I was just surprised how long they've been around, how many albums they have, because to me, it still sounds like a young band figuring out their weaknesses. Sure. But I am definitely interested to actually go back and listen to some of their previous stuff. I now. had a little listen to stage four, yeah. but I mean, not, not enough to be able to give my opinion, yeah. but it sounded similar. Like the vocal style. I imagine it would do. Mm. I mean, I, I think I, I'm curious what how good the band was in like the first two albums compared to now. Oh, okay. And yeah. to see if he is. I wonder if Jeremy sang has actually sang back then. Well, I'm, <laughs> what I suspect is that the band has most likely become much better musicians and much better at working together. Mm. And he's kind of like the one element of the band that's never changed. That would that would make sense. That's what I'm suspecting. So. To be fair, I'm not saying that's what it is. I don't know. I'm going to go back. I'm going to check out some of their stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'll even mention it sometime. But if I'm wrong, I definitely will mention it. I'll come back and apologize. But, but <laughs> with that said, this is the style of music generally I like. I love big cinematic music like that at times where it's not overproduced, where it's raw as hell, but still sounds cinematic. I love that. And I do think the parts he should be screaming, he does a great job. Sure. <laughs> it's sure. just the parts where he shouldn't it be. Is a that good, it's a good scream. It's a good scream. Yeah. It's not obnoxious. It's not like off key or anything. Like I mean, he's definitely in tune. Oh, we're going to mention his bands with really bad singers, right? Proto. Oh, Proto Marta. I mean, and uh, Fontaine's, Fontaine's DC. DC. I mean, that's that was the thing we were talking <laughs> about. It's kind of, it's weird how this year we've come across I mean we reviewed Fontaine's DC we mm. avoided Proto Marta even though we were thinking about yeah. reviewing it bands where the singer is the worst element of the band yeah. seems to be kind of a thing these days mm. where the band is killing it <laughs> and the singer is not on the same level as the rest of the band that's right yeah and for me I'd much rather listen to Jeremy scream his heart out for every song then somebody just off key speak singing their way through everything. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of but, the band uh, Dogleg, and their singer's awesome. He's sc- shouting and screaming. Quite that's a lot. that's. I was you thinking remember? about Dogleg a lot too, because this Med- is the nearest album this Med- year. Medley was the album called. Medley. 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 Oh no, Melly. Melly. Sorry, Melly. That's right. Melly. Melly. Melly is definitely yeah. Yeah. still one of my favorite albums of the year so far, and one of the best discoveries this year. Mm. Please check out Dogleg. Oh yeah. Doglegs album Melee, if you haven't. Um, yep. Those guys are very cool. Um, I think this is the nearest thing to that album that we've actually covered this year. Yeah. It's not as good as that album, but it's it's kind of, yeah, it, it's... That that album's a great example of a, a debut album, I believe, or second album, maybe it sophomore been, album. Is it an e, EP before? I forget. It might have had an EP. I think they had an EP before. Album. It could be a sophomore album, but I think it's their first full album. Yeah, that's a great example of a band who can understand when to sing and when to scream. Right. And that's yeah. I mean, this is maybe this is just his thing, but I can't understand how he can maintain a career singing every line like that. <laughs> His voice must his be fucked. His vocal must, Either his vocals are fried beyond mm. recognition or he has incredible technique. Yeah. And it is a technique. I, it is not a technique I understand how to do. I know people who went to singing teachers, singing coaches, to yeah. learn to sing like that. 
Right. Because there is a technique, or you literally will just be fucked. Right. So good on you, Jeremy. But let's mix it up a bit, dude. Indeed. Just let's, let's listen to something else a little bit and try and uh, mm. get a little more dynamics in the vocals to go with the band. Yeah. But a- amen to that. Yeah. So, so anyway, you're going to give Lament out of five stars. Okay. As usual, I'm uh, doing this on the spot. <laughs> uh, no, not as usual. I have been writing things down. Okay, I'm going to... Hmm, it's hard, isn't it, really? Because I want to go with a four. Hmm. But just because of the singing, it just lowers it a bit. So I'm going to go 3.5. Yeah. I'm going to go with the four. Okay. And I think if he was... Without the singing issues, it would have been a 4.5 for me. Yeah. So... I, it's a pretty heavy fall still. I still think it's... The more I listen to it, the less problematic his vocals became for me, I think. Mm-hmm. But And I, I could definitely see myself picking this up. Yeah. I might regret it in the end, but... <laughs> I got a feeling I, I, if I did, I'd listen to it a couple of times and then it'd go back on the shelf for a few years. I mean, that's what I mean. I might regret it if I did. I mean, I was listening to it yesterday and, like, two different times, like... One time, my my wife was in the room. She just stood up, walked out of the room. As though it's a good sign. And the kid just looked at me and was like, <laughs> shook her head and walked away. Like, shook her head. Yeah. Like, That's not music. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, like, are you trying to chase me away? Are you trying to get rid of me? But um, for me, I've always kind of loved uh, this kind of thing in various uh, forms. So, yeah. Alrighty. I feel like I found a band I like, and it's kind of nice. Oh, so yeah. I'm I definitely going to check it. them out more. I liked it indeed. And, uh, didn't love, definitely liked. Didn't hate, wasn't great. There <laughs> 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 I love this. <laughs> um, so, that was Touche and Morley, and that takes us to a, I guess, a more established artist, but one who brought out an EP of mostly covers. Yes. So that's why we, we relegated him to second place this week. And that, of course, is Kurt Vile. All right. Sans Violators with his EP. Uh, stupid name. Speed Sound, Lonely KV. Dandelions by Kurt Vile, I guess one of the two original songs 
yes. from Kurt on this EP. That's yeah, that, that and uh, Pearls. Yes, because the other songs are by the late John Pine? Prine? Pr- Pride, I think. Prine. P- Pre- yeah, Prine. Prine. Prino Prine. Sorry, John. Rest Passed peace, away this year, I believe. April, I think. April. Um, so, yeah, most of this EP, I guess there's two covers and then one duet of a old song by John. Yeah. yeah Sadly, that duet is the my least favorite thing here. It's okay. A bit repetitive, I think, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's you know like basically country folk. Definitely. Music. I mean, that's what John Prine is supposed to be famous for. Whatever. Somehow we'd never heard of him. He was supposed to was supposed to be part of the Chicago folk revival, and he was uh, yeah. in his way discovered by Roger Ebert. So Ebert, Ebert, and Chris Ebert, oh, Chris Christ and Chris Christopherson, resulting in the production of his uh, debut album. I guess they somehow they found out about him. Or, well, I mean, they were yeah. big in the Chicago. Oh, right, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the world of entertainment there. Yes. Um, that's interesting. Okay. Ebert. Oh, one of my heroes. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, country's definitely beyond like the sort of alt country of like the last. 20 years or so mm. I wouldn't say I know too much about country music yes. I would never Same. claim to be an expert there so it's definitely someone not really on my radar but I think I think the songs fit in with Curve Vile very well you can tell it's it's obviously like a natural sort of I, I, not an influence definitely like naturally something he would be drawn to because they're they're fairly similar <laughs> like they yeah that certainly the i think the first track there uh speed of the sound of loneliness i had no idea that these were actually covers until you mentioned it to me so i just yeah. assumed these were just kurt vile songs with a slightly more country tinge mm. and i did really wonder about how lucky the duet because that could have been the reason i just didn't like it when i first heard it because i was thinking who's this like guy you've got singing this song with you like i don't need that (laughs) (laughs) so that's that's a shame um i mean i I think the musicianship is great it's Mm, really nicely uh, produced the the group the band he's got working with him very good excellent i think they've all like been around for forever like very like skilled experienced musicians um i mean it's kind of interesting this year that you know, like Billy Corgan's solo album was like the idea of going to Na- like Tennessee and oh, yeah. Nashville and recording an album with a bunch of like these old country guys, like these stellar musicians. Shame but it, his just, shame it didn't work just didn't really yeah. work out. Yeah. That it? it was long and but it didn't help. Didn't help him being being terrible the person singer. he is. And they probably know always people very like vocal performances. Fuck off, it's just terrible <laughs> yeah. on so many of yeah, those yeah. songs. It's like the bat, the musicianship is great, but yeah, yeah, is it like twenty tracks long as well. Yeah, how about doing a couple of extra takes? <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but I, I think Kurt Vile makes these covers his own for the most part. To mm. be honest, I I really it might be that it just fits in. I like I said to you, like when I was first listening, I I started thinking like the Meat Puppets. And oh, even a little okay. bit of like Jay Maskus's like solo stuff, mm-hmm. like some of the more country stuff he did. 
Yeah, obviously he's like so lazy, so lackadaisical vocal style fits in with both of those kind of artists. But mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 a really nice little thing of songs that I'll probably never go back to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if I did, it would just be for uh, Dan Dandelions. Yeah, I, think the, I think the last song, um, Pearls. Pearls, is nice yeah, yeah. as well. But it's something that I wouldn't, unless I just, unless I just went on like a huge Kurt Vile like path. Of yeah, owning everything he ever did, then I would get it. But yeah, of course. I mean, it's certainly enjoyable. Mm. It, I mean, do you if, have a, a few of Kurt Vile's albums? I have. Uh, I just like, have one. I have like three or four. Okay. I think. Three, yeah, I, I guess. I have three. I, I do like him very much. I, I, I like, and obviously he was formerly a guitarist oh, in um, yeah, the War yeah. on Drugs. That the first, band. Was the first album he was on. He was on the first. First two, maybe. First two, I guess. Yeah. Um, there, there are definitely some of his albums I would like. I don't have Smoke Ring for my Halo, which I would really like. And uh, I have Believe I'm Going Down and wait, walk, Waking on a Pretty Day. That's my favorite one. That's the one I have. And uh, possibly It's a Big World Out There. Oh, really? And I'm scared. Yeah. He did that album with uh, another a lady. What's her name? With Courtney, Courtney, Bar uh, Courtney Barnett, Barnett, the Australian. I remember listening to that. It was nice. Who is left-handed? So that she always uh, stood out for me because you don't see a lot of left-handed guitars. Sure. She was also uh, President Obama's uh, on his favorite albums or favorite Ooh. songs list one year. Oh right, uh, that's cool. Actually, that really that cool. album is pretty good actually and yeah. there was something that at one point I probably would have just bought but I was already trying to like temper myself at that point <laughs> but, right but yeah I, I would definitely get smoke ring for my halo which is something that I kind of just missed and I guess is considered kind of a big deal album for him yeah I, I do think like pretty pimping on believe I'm going down is probably his best song or at least certainly his most like memorable song but sure I mean, he doesn't really do much different, does he? So if you're he looking for always, like... Yeah, he always sounds like <laughs> Kurt Vile. I mean, yeah. Like, a bit samey, but not never in a bad way. Never like... Yeah. I've heard this before. It's like, oh, it's more more lovely Kurt stuff. And yeah, I mean, it definitely... such a great... Such a nice like singer that, yeah. and great guitarist. And everything's uh, good, really. Really underrated guitarist. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and, so. Um, yeah. It is that. It's like, it is a thing. If you like it, I guess it like, again, like West Side Gun. If you <laughs> if you if you get it, then no explanation is necessary, and if yeah. you don't, then no explanation will probably ever do. Right. But you know, it, it's one of those things where as long as you're into it, then you probably always enjoy going back to it. Right. But I can't imagine him ever doing anything different ever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Definitely. ten years time, I sure. don't think Kervile will be any different than he is now. Yeah. And that's fine. And we don't have to change. Of yeah. course not. Just makes new songs. Yeah. So or different theme. But yeah, I mean I, I think EPs will always have sort of like a thing where it's like unless they're unbelievable. Mm. It's not I mean I they're I mean do you do you own any many EPs? I have a small number, but I would say I think maybe we've mentioned this before, like Jarfly is one of the best EPs. Of course. Like I well I own but I know of personally, but I have a few, I yeah. guess. Not that many. I mean, I, I like Jar Flies and Sap as like yeah. a double CD thing. Yeah, that's right. So I've got, got that. 
I, I think like things. the uh, the Twilight Singers EP Stitch in Time is like one of the best things Greg Dooley ever did, and I would put it above most of his output okay. as an unbelievably great EP. Yeah, but not too many more. Right. Realistically, I've got like I've got some EPs from like bad like Radiohead's EPs and stuff like that because I love like they're just too important to me like Augerville River like people like that oh. I mean, like we were saying last week Sufjan Stevens yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All Delighted People was an EP even though it's like 79 minutes long or something like that Fleet Foxes first. Uh, obviously the first EP one. from them the Sun Giant EP yeah, is, is amazing that it has to be that level of EP for me to be yeah. like I'm gonna buy yeah. it true if it's not somebody who I just own everything from yeah. by default so I, I I can't imagine going back to this but like you said maybe if for some bizarre reason we were doing a massive Kurt Vile retrospective was it, yeah was the Smashing Pumpkin Zero was that an EP was that no, six or seven tracks there's a bunch of tracks on it it might have been I definitely didn't Mouths of Babes and all that stuff was that Zero uh, it could have anyway, been anyway it was like a good 30 or 40 I, I have some of their singles but I, even when I love them I didn't really buy their singles that mm. much I bought Bullet for Butterfly Wing, uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings because that was like the precursor to the album oh uh, yeah yeah so at zero like Melancholy was already out at that point so I yeah. think at that point there was enough tracks on Melancholy to not be like I need more <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah Jesus that's a big album yeah but yeah, EPs, yeah. EPs. I, I got. I mean, I used to buy quite a few singles for... Yeah, yeah, so did I. I remember buying, like, some Soundgarden singles so I could get the acoustic version of, like, Suicide, oh, okay. which is literally the only reason I wanted it. Like, right. the single meant... I, I it was the day I tried to live, maybe, but... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Great song, but it's not like I need the single when I already have the album, right? True. But great, great acoustic version of, like, Suicide, so... That's cool. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna score this one. I think we should. After you, I'm it. gonna go three point five. I think it's really good quality music. Can't complain okay. about it. Just unremarkable. In, I mean, after this show, I won't delete it, but I'll never go back to it. I'm sure. So I guess yeah. I I I'm gonna give it a, f- a week four. Yeah. I think just because. I really did enjoy several of the tracks. I mean, there's only five, right? I really found myself like drawn into it, and like, especially the songs he wrote. Yeah. And if I'm saying no, three out of five tracks are, are, are very good. And yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to. Give I, it I think it's really successful in what it does. I just I didn't mm. feel that drawn in by any of it. Even the songs, I, his songs, which I really like. I yeah. I don't know if there's enough there. Would I put it on instead of just putting on like waking in a pretty day is like no chance. Oh so, no, no way. So, I mean, yeah, that's if you compare it to that. Then I mean, I mean, I it's it's not. I don't mean it as like. It it just feels to me like well, it's nice and it's really well made, but it's not remarkable in any. And for me, like four stars is where I'm kind of looking at like maybe I'd buy this. Yeah. So. It's not a buy. I usually go four point five for a buy. I guess. I mean, I think I get dog leg four out of five, but I think you did too. Or maybe even lower. Can I get a four point five? I don't think so. Oh, you might want to go really? back and check. 
Wait, I wouldn't have given, wouldn't have given that three point five. I was raving about it. Okay, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> Maybe I'll get, I'll get I don't it. think either of us went four point five, but in yeah. retrospect, I, I would have. And I bought it straight away. I wonder when we did that. Like really early. It was early on this year. Wasn't this it? year, yeah. was it February or March? Like that, yeah. I can't find it right this second. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While, we, while you look for that, um, I guess we're going to try and do a little extra this week. Not not, <laughs> not really a full review, but uh, there is one more album that was on the radar this week, and that is the somewhat aforementioned Biba Doobie with her album, Fake It Flowers. Otherwise known as Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It would probably be a better name commercially, <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> Biba Doobie. Sorry? Biba Doobie. I thought it's called Biba the Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Should be. I have no idea. Well, I don't know what you mean. I don't understand your vernacular. Scooby Doo? Um, that's Biba Doobie with her song Charlie Brown. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the music is fine. There's some catchy enough stuff. Reminds me of, like I said to you, it kind of reminds me of like late 90s, early 2000s Japanese rock music where oh, there was okay. a bunch of like young women, like Shina Ringo, Coco, like singing, like sort of very obviously inspired by grunge, sort of like rock yeah. music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got with, that. But with their like sort of like little Asian y kind of bubblegum voices and. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean that as an insult, no, just I, I like know. what they sound like. I don't think she's a bad singer. It, she, it isn't grating or anything. It's just bland and samey. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah. she, she does the same like little tricks on like half the songs, doing that like jumping up to like little falsetto at the end of like a line. Like, I love where you drop the little in there. Well, it's not like it's an operatic falsetto. She might be seven foot tall for all I know, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um but I don't know, yeah. I don't think she has any range. Mm. So to me it just feels like this gimmick of like, do you hear how how heavy these guitars are? And the guitars how are quite hilariously aren't they? like a small <laughs> little girl my voice sounds. Like that's just seems like what the music is relying on. <laughs> just seems to be relying on that as a sort of I don't want to say a gimmick but it's kind of that's that's what she's offering 
big massive distorted guitars yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. with like super sure. asian vocals that's it's that's like it. Really? What, what was that shit that we reviewed that time Vagabond. baby not that. oh oh i know huh? no no i don't know it's not as bad as vagabond but um who's that the baby metal is it oh baby metal yes yes sorry yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's awesome. to me it's almost in a way it's better, much much better than ba- baby metal <laughs> but incredible. it's kind of the same philosophy here's like a big rock band sound with with uh yeah. you know a little tiny asian voice over it yeah I mean, yeah it's I mean, quite it felt, a bizarre contrast when she's way. singing at some song like, mm. honestly it reminded me of my own kid singing i wouldn't yeah. even say my own wife it reminded me more of my daughter yeah sound like a nine-year-old girl singing a song so um, it's fine but if, i just got bored like, of it if you like that kind of thing. I, I just i think it's fine and then i just got bored yeah about halfway through yeah i i basically the the same i mean i i kind of enjoyed it the first listen i guess wasn't really paying attention mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a couple of songs a bit more a bit heavier yeah yeah, yeah, oh it was pretty cool sounds like a bit you know like alt rock or whatever yeah but then like when i really listened to it it it's sort of the same as whatever and kind of um not disappointing just uh very mediocre yeah. Yeah. Mm. I see. Mm. So, I mean, would you would you buy this? Nope. Nope. No. I mean, no. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, that's wouldn't. I wouldn't. Wouldn't consider it. No. I mean, is it getting good reviews? You've seen how apparently. Uh, well, Taylor yeah. Swift I think it's been getting uh, quite quite probably uh, <laughs> quite strong reviews on across the the critic music critics yeah critic Taylor, Taylor Swift Taylor Swift likes fan. her apparently yeah. so that probably means that she's good I mean good for her yeah I mean I certainly wouldn't ish uh, ish will <laughs> oops accidental spoonerism I certainly wouldn't wish ill on the girl I hope she has a great and magnificent career oh enemy gave it a 10 That'd be good. Well, ten out of ten. I don't know anything about this artist except that she's ethnically Filipino, and that apparently she has a bunch of tattoos. Can I just guess? Oh, okay. Based on that information from the enemy, is she British? Yes. Yeah. What a shock. From London. Well, grew up in London. Yeah. From born born in the Philippines. Yeah. It seems like for the enemy. The primary goal of every artist should be to have either been born in or grown up in the United Kingdom. Ah, yeah. That's, like, that's true. Their, their fundamental biggest need from any artist is, were they born here? Because <laughs> yeah. they just absolutely fucking love every British artist with a little buzz on them. Yeah, a little bit of us. Fontaine's DC, absolute legends, classic oh, album. Ozzy Osbourne, one of the greatest albums ever made. Like, whatever it is, as long as they're British, the enemy will be there to be giving them at least an eight, possibly a nine, maybe even a ten. Perfect. Ten out of ten is insanity i'm sorry objectively crazy you know yeah basically five a five a 10 out of 10 would be a higher than a five out of five really wouldn't it because the way it 
like a nine out of ten would be. What am I saying? Makes no sense. No, no forget that. Can you raise that? It would be the same. I see where you're coming from. I'm just trying to say when you like, when you're raiding down a ten. Yeah, it, it feels like you've got so much number. more room, right? Like, right, right. But <laughs> nine's four point five. <laughs> like, what? Basic math, back to school for me. Yeah, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but I mean, to me, when we're saying something's a five out of five, yeah, we've given quite a lot of fives, and we have. Okay. But when I'm giving an album a five out of five, I am saying I don't believe. I'm not. I mean, we joke about the Ozzy Osbourne thing being one of the greatest albums of all time because it's just ludicrous to give Ozzy Osbourne's album a five out of five or ten out of ten. Sure. But basically, when I'm giving an album a five out of five, I'm saying it couldn't be better than it is. Right. Like for what it's trying to do and what all the parts of it and the components of the album, the ideas, the concepts, the execution, it's as good as it's going to be. And there are those few albums where they're like a six out of five that go beyond what you could even hope for. Right? Sure, sure, sure. Masterpiece, right? A true legendary masterpiece. Mm. I'd like to hear how this album is actually perfect. <laughs> yeah. Like, because that's literally what he's saying. It couldn't be better. When you're giving this album a 10 out of 10, it there's nothing you could change to make it better than it is. Just someone from the enemy, please. Please hear this and get in touch with us and explain to me how, how this is a flawless album. Because didn't, you were literally saying it's flawless. Didn't the enemy used to be like a legit, proper, like... I used to read it Jet, years yeah. back. That Something Melody Maker. To. Yeah, Melody Maker and Enemy. Like, I used to always refer to that as like, yeah. uh, reviews and upcoming artists. That's and they would it, really yeah. be good for that. You know, they would they would uh, help you find out about new artists and showcase showcase them and all that shit. Did Pitchfork do this one? I think they get a... How is it? Like a... I mean, we're not... No, but, hmm? I can't find it listed on here. No. But they must have done. We have a they mastered on. They mastered on. Wait a minute. Oh. Maybe not then. Uh, Kurt Vile's on there, yeah. Yeah. Actually, what did they give that Kurt Vile? I think it's 7.4. 7. 7. 5. Okay. That's about right. <laughs> <For me. laughs> yeah. Fits with me. <laughs> yeah. Good one, Pitchfork. Uh, so actually, they didn't do this, eh? Not yet, I guess. Again, I'm assuming they will. Is that from this, this right week? Up, this yeah. be right up the alley. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it so. does seem like something they definitely would and give at least an 8.5 to or something. It came but. out... Uh, came out on the 16th, three days ago. Hmm. That might be worth having a look at. Speaking of the m Oh, right. It's Barty's Strange Live Forever album. Fascinating debut. DC-based musician moves freely through many different styles. Arena, rock, folk, rap. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Creating an album that about <laughs> that freedom is a black art. Well, might, might be worth a look anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did we Did we score it? Uh, we didn't, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm going to give it a three. I don't think it's it's bad. I don't yeah. think it's 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 certainly yeah, right. I if somebody put it on I wouldn't like leave the room or anything. <laughs> if somebody gave me it, I'd probably yeah. even listen to it a bit. If yeah. somebody's like, There's the C D, just give it another chance. I'd put it in the car for a few days or something, see how it went. I just think it's bland and kind of 
uninteresting and uh, not enough to really make me interested. Yeah, but I think I'm going to go with a three. Yeah. yeah. The a classic reason, didn't hate was certainly not great. A classic, uh, just like, there's some music, it's pretty nice, went listen again. It feels like something that you would hear in like, a TV show designed entirely for teenagers about like vampires and werewolves or something. That would fit very well. Especially <laughs> yeah. that song we just heard, yeah. Charlie Brown, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, no. Oh, like, ah, about like look out. 15 year olds who are having, struggling in high school and yeah. the political dynamics of high school life. Sure. Growing up as an extraordinarily I know, rich that, that makes white sense, person, like. Bieber doobity doo. She's twenty years old as well, so that kind of okay. So maybe, maybe you never yeah. know. She, I mean, she has a hell of a lot of time to grow as an artist. How on earth did she pick that name? I really want to know. Isn't it, I think her name is B or Bea or something, B E A. So did she just be like, uh, just add some random sounds? To the I don't know. It's weird. a stupid ass name, though, I'll tell you that. Mm, I can't remember it every time as well. I hate I hate you can't remember an artist's name. You know, for a little advice for you young music makers out there. Yeah. Think of like the most famous people of all time bands, artists, solo singers, whatever. Yeah. Think of how many of them have names that you don't know how to pronounce instantly. Right. The answer is zero people. That's true. <laughs> zero bands, zero singers. And as Leonard Skinner, I guess, if he had never heard it before. That would be the only one. The only one but yeah. we had gone way back to the 60s for that, right? Yeah. 70s, whatever. So, like, you know. It's like, who dumb. do you want to be? Like, if you don't give a shit about success, by all means, call yourself five exclamation points or... Krungbin or Krungbin, whatever it's called. Krungbin, yeah. <laughs> by all means, do it. If you don't want to make money. Yeah. But otherwise, just think of something that will actually, like... Yeah, maybe get re- you on the re- radio resonate and be catchy and get you mm. men- like on late night TV Saturday oh, yeah. Night Live might put you on if your name isn't biddity baddity boop perhaps uh, yeah so yeah. true yeah yeah I mean you know look at these names here I mean Prince imagine Prince's name was like six exclamation I mean he did that <laughs> stupid like oh, symbol thing for a while shit. And what happened there? He became the artist formerly known as Prince. There you go. Because that's all you can be, right? I'm uh, the squiggly symbol thing. Yeah. Dudes. Anyway. Yeah. Adele. Look at Adele. Most successful artist in like the world with this bland, pointless album. <laughs> yeah. 8.2 in Pitchfork. I'm surprised they went that low. This yeah. era of Pitchfork. I thought it'd be a straight up 10 as it was it sold like the most albums of like the last most physical copies of, like the last 20 years or something amazing, album, yeah. I, think. Yeah. I think it helped like I six, she, seven. Uh, look at she lost a bunch of weight these women were like com- complaining weren't they did you see that thing with Billie Eilish uh, no so there's a picture yeah. of her walking around outside yeah and uh, she looks an absolute mess obviously okay and someone something was there was some article about how brave she was brave mm-hmm. there's some fe- like feeling sentiment mm. how brave to go outside looking like you actually look okay looking like a mess sure. and then there was an article saying that's not brave that's just normal <laughs> Which, yeah true like, basically 
the idea it, it's a i mean this world is so fucked up it's like the virtue signaling idea is like oh my god she's so brave oh my god what a hero but accidentally that's problematic even though you're trying to be like a virtue signaling like uh, ally to everyone yeah but uh, oops that's problematic because now you're actually shaming her saying that she looks like a disaster right, <laughs> and she's right, brave right. for looking like that okay when in reality it's normal to look like a normal human being yeah so it's like this whole conflict thing on stupid twitter and uh i've been enjoying it quite a bit actually because i mean yeah she did not look good <laughs> but doesn't matter though, like anyway. if you Who don't look good shit? you don't need to look good yeah yeah this is the photo in she does look bad though. <laughs> i mean she just the, the weird fashion but whatever it doesn't matter well, but that I mean, she's she's made herself famous oh as well she's famous and you know i guess people I'm expect just, certain things i guess um, that's I mean, a very she's weird 18. outfit she's wearing I mean, for an 18-year-old, she looks terrible. <laughs> but in her 40s. Yeah, easily. But, Whatever. you know, it's not brave to look like you. She's yeah. ample, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the fact that she's not, like, incredibly gorgeous is not brave. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, she's still, like... <laughs> I mean, she's, like, yeah, like it says, she can't even drink in America. Like... Right. Like, she's only just legally old enough to, like, have sex in a lot of places. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's It seems a bit early to start, like, oh, my God, she's so brave. <laughs> like, it really is a weird thing. I mean, yeah, she looks a mess. She's not doing herself any favors dressing like this. Right. But that's what she want to wear. It gives a shit. Yeah. But the exactly. idea, like, oh, my God, she's so brave... Like, can you believe how hideous she looks? That's that's literally what you're saying. Yeah. Can you believe how hideous and horrible she looks? What a brave girl. It, I'm, I'm almost tearing up here. I can't believe how brave she is. <laughs> to yeah. look like her. Uh, it's so stupid. What a Twitter. Just, just burn that, Twitter. That's why Twitter should just be deleted. Yeah. Honestly. Somebody should break into wherever their servers are and just fucking burn them all to the ground. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. And I advocate that. <laughs> so if you're up for it, get it done. <laughs> if you're up for uh, joining us on, if you're the, up uh, for committing a tremendous felony. Email us. By all means, do so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in the. I'm not in the U.S. So come and get me, FBI. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Don't bring coronavirus over here. No, absolutely not. Wear a mask. <laughs> Wear a mask. Kicking my door. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> we know you're in there, Chris. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not here. Yeah. Anyway, have we got anything yep. going on next week? I, I believe, believe we, we might. Adrienne Lenka and Bruce Springsteen. Oh my goodness! I think some reviews. Some reviews are already out for Bruce's letters to home from home. Um, cool. Yeah. I'm so. And like not, I said, I haven't I'm even listened to a single good. song yet. I wanted Two to songs go in, are out. Okay. I know. Yeah. I haven't. I wanted you, to go into this one. album. I haven't. Oh, you, really? I didn't. You didn't hear the first one? No. Okay. I decided right there and there, I'm going to wait and listen to the album in context. Okay. That's cool. And so that there are no songs. I haven't exhausted them, so I don't, I don't actually remember how they go, like, right now. Like, I've been yeah. thinking, like, when the last one came, the last album, I forgot the name of it. 
uh, Western stars. There you go. Like the first single was so amazing. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, yes. And that it just really overshadowed the rest of the album for me. And like, because I'd already heard it. I, I, I mean, I really liked the album, but it was just like, well, I wanted it all to be like this. That so, good track, yeah. So it just sort of, I couldn't get that out of my mind listening to it. So I yeah. wanted to just go into this album completely blind, mm. not knowing which songs were singles, which songs were this or that. And give every song its fair chance, I guess. Very nice. So that's very uh, commendable of you. Yes, indeed. Adrian, yeah, obviously Adrian is the singer from uh, Big Thief. Big Thief, of course. <laughs> Couldn't remember their name, but one of my favorite <laughs> bands of recent years. Yeah. Who are they? <laughs> got, Those guys. <laughs> got everything they've yeah. ever put out. It's very good. Band. Physical awesome. media, so. Yeah, I'm, uh, that should be something to look forward to. Her last solo album was tremendous. Oh, I've got that. It's beautiful, yeah. isn't it? God. Beautiful. And Abikis? Abiskis. 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 Abis mm, I think so. Beautiful album. And, mm. you know, the two preceding mm. uh, Big Thief albums were, were both really, really good, too. Yeah. So she's on, a, she's on fire, right? Eh? She is. She is very talented. writing up a storm. Yeah. That's uh I almost said listen up <laughs> Robin Picknell, but he did put out an album a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs> True. But I'd still go with her three albums over his most recent one. Her three most recent albums over his one most recent Oh album. oh yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would. Anyway, not yeah. to a guy I adore. Uh, let's let's wrap this one up. Mm -hmm. So yeah, big week next week. If you're not in the Bruce, then tell your parents. Maybe they'll enjoy hearing about shitting outside. And that's true. What? <laughs> cold. Well, also, we do have J Electronica. If we can get well, hold if of we that. can, because Apple yeah. Music doesn't have it in Japan. No. And it's uh, not yeah. on Spotify, is it? No, nope. it, is, it no. isn't. No. Well, Very Spotify odd. in Japan basically only has the exact same things that Apple Music Japan has. It makes you wonder why there's even any point of two companies. Yeah, exactly. What's the difference? I mean, that has to be some weird mm. Japanese bullshit I, thing that yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes. Yeah, it doesn't. I think I've only ever found two things on Spotify that weren't on Apple Music. Okay. And, but. Like the other day, I was going to listen to a song on Apple Music, and it wasn't yeah. even there anymore. Like it was on what? my list. Like I, I, oh. I'd, I'd added it. Actually, that happens. It just, yeah, it happens all the fucking time. It does. Yeah. How are you losing the rights to just? It's not random Netflix, songs. Is it? Like movies or something? Like it's. I get that. Th this shit should be there all the time. Right. Right. So, fuck you, Apple Music, <laughs> and fuck, fuck you, you too, Spotify. Yeah. Except for where my own personal music is concerned. Keep that going. Don't delete any of that, please. Sure. That'd be a sad day when I go there and it's it's not That's there true. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I have an artist's account now on Apple Music. I can see all the statistics. Oh, cool! You have to show me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. It's kind of. I mean, it's not that interesting, but I did have to apply for it. Cool. It took like a week to get access to it. Cool. That's very nice. So, anyway, until next week, we got the big Bruce. Yeah. The big boss, man. Oh. I wish it was the old 
80s 90s pro wrestler big boss man putting out an album from the grave <laughs> that would be actually much more amusing but and we got adrian lenniker and maybe jay electronica even if we can uh, illegally yeah. acquire it from the library wink <laughs> <laughs> wink wink yeah. and until yeah. then obviously contact us at midnightwavespodcast at gmail.com any questions comments concerns requests yep. find us on twitter at midnightwavespodcast please CJ. like and uh, subscribe of course, and follow review, and share rate, and like subscribe iTunes all, all that. that shit on Instagram and, um, Instagram mm -hmm. all that yep. Twitter and all that find it there wherever yep. you can I guess search Midnight Waves should show up yes hopefully Midnight Waves or Midnight Waves pod or podcast Midnight Waves podcast for sure yeah that'll pop up I, th I keep thinking one of these days we should start like our own like private like personal Twitter accounts like all the big podcast hosts do so people can oh we can be on there like 12 hours a day just putting out our thoughts into the world people can follow us but I just I just can't do it yes <laughs> no. what a waste of everything eh? yeah god imagine all this fucking shit you gotta deal with as well as soon yeah. as you write something negative my Twitter use is mostly when I'm sitting on the toilet taking a dump. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's basically what tweeting is, isn't it? Taking a yeah. taking a like a Verbal electronic dump. dump. Yeah. <laughs> so. So anyway. Yep. Had to squeeze in a little extra log talk, log yes. chat this week. Yep. How, how's the uh, your new Instagram <laughs> account, John's Logs, going? Oh, that one. I'm gonna go on you. Uh, work in progress. Work in progress. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they'll violate their TOS, do you think? The terms of service. I reckon if you had right. a... I mean, have you ever seen turns on Instagram? Not that's yet. Why it's such a, that's why it's such a great idea. Just, just have a quit it's, a, it's a revolutionary, unique idea. Let's have a quit there. Should I type in turns? Poo. I mean, I guess. Turds. What have we got? 35, rate my turd. Oh, Yeah. Oh my god, it's disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. Somebody's wow. actually turds of Instagram. Yeah. Oh my god. See. Drop your turds in the DM and we'll post them. That is disgusting. But you know yeah. what you gotta do next, don't you? Alright. You got thirty-five thousand four hundred turds. How, how many followers did turds of Instagram have? Turds of Instagram. I bet they're doing better than we are. <laughs> hundred and six. No, we got, I think we're hundred oh, okay. I think we're above that. <laughs> nice. So uh Yep. It's an untapped market. John's turrets. Be nice. Yeah. You could like do them in creative places, like on top of a fence. Maybe. Just above. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> on top of fences. Like we could leave one on top of a fence. Oh. Maybe we could buy some of those like googly eyes, those little stickers with sure. eyes and just pop them on the turret. <laughs> Maybe a little hat. And just <laughs> <laughs> what? to what end? <laughs> be amazing it would be amazing yeah. yeah amazingly disgusting on a bench <laughs> <laughs> statue somewhere oh jesus be nice i think if the, you'd like the, to the see john's police station would be a police station police, station police nice. car yeah yeah oh right yeah, in the bonnet <laughs> yeah yeah leave a great big steamer yeah. you, you get like a little toy police hat to put on <laughs> be nice maybe on the on right on the roof you could climb up there yeah get it on <laughs> Be nice. 
If you'd like to see John's turds on Instagram, let us know at midnightwavespodcast dot, uh, at gmail.com. No dots. Uh, <laughs> I just getting me- more and more mental at the end. Yeah, I just don't know why I can't just say goodbye. Yeah. So let's just I guess say we, goodbye. I guess it's uh, time to say goodbye. <laughs> Thank goodness. Sarah Brightman. And, uh, no, well, she didn't write this one, did she? Fuck. Anyway, whatever. Andrew, well, neither Andrew. of them wrote it. Uh, Andre Bocelli. Bocelli. Anyway, anyway let's just say goodbye. Yeah, all right. Goodbye. Bye. You know, young rich niggas. You know, so we ain't really never had no old money. We got a whole lot of new money, though. Hey! Raindrop. Drop top. Drop top. Smoking no cooking the hot box. Cricket. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. Hey. I don't try nobody, grit the trick. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get janked. Cry me a river, give you a tissue. It's bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Savage. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit. Bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Hey. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. Clap. All set. Woo, 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 woo. Rackets on rackets, got backers on backers, I'm riding around in a cool, cool. I take your bitch right from you, you. Bitch, I'm a dog, woo. Beat down her walls, loose. Hey. Hop in the floor, woo. I tell that bitch to come, come for me. Come for me. I swear these niggas is under me. Hey. The hate and the devil keep jumping me. Jumping me. Back rows on me, keep me company. Hey, we did the most, most, yeah. Pull up and goes, yeah. My diamonds a choker. <laughs> Holding up, I with no holster. Bah. Read the ruler, diamond cooler, cooler. This a roller, not a mula. Hey. Dabbing on them like the usual. Damn. Magic with the brick voodoo. Magic. Court side with a bad bitch. bitch. Then I send the bitch through Uber. Go. I'm young and rich and plus I'm bougie. Hey. I'm not stupid, so I keep the oozy. Back on records, get back on back on my money, making my back.